Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This podcast is about sex. If you're faint-hearted or easily offended, you might not want to listen, but you should. Join me, Tracy Cox, and Kelsey Chittick as we share honest and real sex advice on this award-winning podcast. Tracy is an international sex educator and author of lots of books about sex and relationships. Kelsey is a podcaster, comedian, and author who is getting out of her comfort zone both in the bedroom and in these conversations. Each week, we answer three anonymous sex and relationship questions sent in by you, our listeners. And nothing is off limits. Here's Sex Talk. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Sex Talk. And I'm sitting here looking at Tracy Cox, which is an honor each day. And we were just talking about holidays as we're getting ready to go into the summer. And we were just thinking about all the things that we have to pretend to enjoy. For me, some of that is like Valentine's Day. I hate Valentine's Day. There's nothing I absolutely vehemently dislike it. I think that if you're single, it makes you feel like shit about yourself. I think if you're in a relationship and you're having problems, it makes you just focus on those problems and you can't look at each other and you feel like a fraud. I think even if you're happy... There's so much effort and and that whole love languages thing, you know, one person wanted this, the other one wanted that. It's just terrible. I never go out on Valentine's Day. I can't sit there and watch other couples. It just absolutely makes me want to just go home and cry. It's so sad too because everyone wears like red and they got like everything costs like a steak is like $400 when it's normally 80. And show off on Instagram. Yeah. And everybody, some of the, some of the posts last Valentine's Day that, I mean, I went into a bad spot on Valentine's Day because it just feels... It feels pushed and it feels like everybody's kind of trying to say what, what's good about their life. But then you you read some of the, the posts and they, they look like someone was like coerced to write them. Mm. I love her so much. I couldn't live without her, period. You're like, <laughs> mm, I don't know if that really was from the heart, but okay. But anyway, no, I, I don't know. I don't know why we have that. I feel like it's all marketing and it's for money. Mm. And it goes back to this whole idea that we have to romanticize love when really it's really hard mm. and wonderful. But here we are. It is. And also, why don't they open it up to be love? I don't mind a celebration of love. They do love that now. Your, yeah. Do they? Yeah. Why is it called Galentine? I didn't understand that. Oh, Galentine's is like for, it's a girl's Valentine. So if like you don't have oh. a man, you oh, get I together see. with your I girlfriends. God, I thought that's what it was. <laughs> they they oh. say love, the love day now. And I'm like, still, I want to throw up. I'm like, eh, mm. let's not. Mm. Let's let's not people. Okay. Let's yeah. let's do a pivot here and talk about <laughs> masturbation. Why not? Yes. Okay. So, first question. Tracy, you often talk about masturbation as something everyone should do, especially women. I've never done it and I've never seen the point. I asked my partner if he masturbates and he said, "Why would we need to do it when we have sex together?" I get why you might want to do it if you're single, but why would you do it if you're in a relationship? Well, 
lots of reasons. 100,000 reasons. I know, exactly. So I've narrowed it down to three for the why would you want to do it in a relationship. And then there's about 100 other reasons as to why you want to masturbate full stop. But at least they didn't say they were upset because I get letters all the time from women particularly saying, you know, I've just found out my partner's still masturbating. That must mean they're not having enough sex with me. They don't like sex with me. It's it's no, it's none of those reasons. And in, in fact, if your partner is still masturbating while you're in a relationship, it will help your relationship. It won't hinder it. Three very good reasons. Number one, it stops them hassling you for sex when you, when you don't feel like it. So if Brilliant. they can just take themselves off, look after themselves, you don't become a sex pest. Number two, this is the one that people don't think about. It keeps desire high because there will be times when you feel like sex and your partner doesn't or they're not around. Now, if you seize on those opportunities and run off and get your vibrator out of the drawer and and have a quick orgasm, it keeps desire high because the more orgasms we have, the more our desire stays high. So at the start, when you're young and when you're in the start of the relationship, Lust sort of taps you on the shoulder and goes, oh, I'm feeling a bit horny, actually. I'm going to take myself off. When you're in a relationship and you're older, that doesn't happen. So if you make a masturbation date with yourself once a week, it guarantees at least you're getting one orgasm, which keeps that desire nice and high. So it really works to keep your lust for each other alive. And the most important reason why it's important in a relationship is solo sex and partner sex are two totally different things. On your own, you can do what you want. You don't have to think about how long it's, you can take as long as you like, as little as you like. You can think about that fantasy that you don't want anyone to ever find out about ever. You can watch porn if you want to. You cannot watch porn. You can, you can just look after yourself. It's lazy. It's your time. It's private time. It is completely different than sex with a partner. And you need both, not just one. Yeah, I, I love the idea that your sexual desire is like a fire that you can keep, yes. that you keep burning. And if you let it go all the way out. It's a lot more work to get it started. But if you just throw a little Kindle on it every time. I remember growing up, someone said, the reason why I think masturbation is so important, and I talk to my kids about this and they die inside when I do it, but that, you know, <laughs> masturbating is the, the, the safest sex is with yourself. Yes. And it's the, it's the safest way for teenagers and when you're, when you're a young adult to figure out what you like, what you enjoy, exactly. what you want to think about. It's like, so then when you get to the time where you are now going to do this with somebody, you are not totally blind going in. You know what feels good. You know how it feels good. I wish that we talked about that more and told kids more like, this is totally exactly. fine. Yes. And God, that's why your kids are going to grow up and have great sex lives because of this. Because for most women, women rarely learn how to orgasm with a partner. They rarely, they nearly right. always do it on their own. They nearly always do it with a vibrator. And if you know what you're aiming for, then you can say to your partner, actually, you know, I like it this way. And, you know, then you sort of know, oh, okay, this is the arousals building. This is what it feels like. So that's honestly, there are two really good reasons. The third one is when you're single, you can have sex with yourself. You're mm -hmm. not going to run out the front door and grab the first guy that walk, woman that walks past. It leaves you in control. You have sexual agency. And also, if you have a higher sex drive than your partner, that's the way of keeping it where you're not a sex pest. And regular orgasms, as we said, are so good for you. Yeah. So there's so many reasons why. I don't know how women could ever discover their bodies without masturbating. There's no possible and I mean, way. men masturbate the minute they're out of the womb, don't they, basically? So, I mean. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's interesting that her partner thinks that they wouldn't need to. I would I would ask yeah. her to I would actually ask her 
to dig a little deeper there. Maybe, maybe ask him. I'm just going to say that because she said that. And, it would have been like, you know, if you ask Google a question, it gives you what you want to hear. She yeah. would have said, I don't masturbate anymore. Do you, honey? No, of course not, darling. There's just, I just don't believe he doesn't, but that's okay. Maybe no. he doesn't. Sounds very fishy to me. Yes. Anyway, okay. Next question. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I've been married eight years and with my husband for 14. We met at work. We know some of each other's sexual history. Numbers have been shared and they're similar. My husband knows I've had a threesome, and with who, thanks to my big mouth friend. He hasn't mentioned it since. This was disclosed very early in our relationship. What he does know is I've had a threesome with work colleagues long before he started at the company. It was so long ago that I don't want it to cause issues, but is not telling him lying. Wait, we continue, people. Hold on. There was also someone I slept with, again, before he started at the company, who was an acquaintance. It's been bothering me for years. Is keeping quiet about all this wrong or the right thing to do? She's got a lot going on at her company. (laughs) She sounds like she's been there a while. Has she ever? I think that the only reason she's worried, if if this was, I've done these things in my past, do I need to tell my partner? It would be like, no, whatever you've done before your partner is your business, not his. She's worrying about it because they're all still working with these people. Right. the fact is, and, and I think she she probably looks over and thinks, oh, my God, you know, like, if only he knew that I'd been intimate with that person and maybe she feels a bit embarrassed for him. I get it. I get all that. But this is 22 years ago. 22 years ago. If the gossips were out to get her or cause trouble, it would have come out by now. And what the hell is she going to gain by saying something? She's just going to make everyone feel so uncomfortable, him feel really uncomfortable. I honestly cannot see the point. I can't figure out what company she works at that everyone just gets <laughs> butt naked and hooks up. Literally, I'm like, how many people were you with in a threesome? I understand if you had a hookup, but it looks like everybody was having some big nights. Yeah, uh, true, if you could, true. If you could text me what yeah. company that is. Yeah, be, so write oh. in and tell us where you were. Also, I think that the fact that she confessed to a threesome and he hasn't revisited it, I find, I think that buys into our way of thinking that If he was going to be a person obsessed about her sexual past, he would have asked lots of questions about that. And it sounds like they both went, have you had a threesome? Yep, yep, so have I. And I think it's good to share experiences because better than talking about people or numbers of lovers, if you say, have you had a threesome? Yeah, I've had one. What about you? You know, have you tried this? Yeah, I've tried that. I think sharing generic experiences like that is good because then you know whether there's something that maybe you could explore together or whether there's a line drawn under it. So I think that sort of thing is okay. But she is talking about a lie by omission. And I, but I don't think this is sneaky. 
I don't no. like lies by omission, but I don't think this is sneaky at all. I think it comes from great love. I think she's protecting him because she didn't want things to be uncomfortable. She missed the moment of telling him there is nothing, yeah. nothing to be gained by telling him now. I think she should stop feeling guilty. And if for some reason it does come out, say, look, I've struggled with this for 22 years, and she can even play our podcast as proof. She has struggled, let <laughs> us tell you. So, you know, and just let it go. I don't think you're making a fool of him if that's what you're worried about. Do you agree? Yeah, I don't think you should say anything because it was before him. I can imagine what she feels as if if it was reversed and he had had a threesome or had something with someone at work and she didn't know that that would be embarrassing. But I don't think, I think she's missed the window of opportunity yeah, to bring it up. Do you want to know? I don't think I'd want to know. I don't know if I'd want to know or not, but I sure wouldn't want it to be brought up if it doesn't need to because they it, she didn't do anything wrong. And now at this point, if it comes out, they're going to have to deal with it. But that's going to be because someone else said something. I wouldn't actively bring it up because no. either way, you're going to have to deal with it, but you might just wait to see. I don't think he's going to like it when you bring it up. I don't think no. he's going to like it. And what, I mean, these people all sound like they get on okay. Oh, boy, do they ever all get on okay. You know, like she, the late, I did edit that. I edited that email. In the, in the email that she sent me, it sounded like they all had quite nice friendships. So what uh, Obviously. The they're very close, the whole group. <laughs> but whole please group tell us like... which company you work for. Just not, not the exact name, but just, and, a, just a bit of a hint. And, and tell me if when you guys walk past each other, there's a lot of winking. Like, remember when? <laughs> like that's just great. Listen, go go with your bad self, girl. I love it. Your husband's going to be fine. Okay. Yeah, I think so. All right. Last question. I'm going to read this one better. I promise. Okay, here we go. I fear I'm asking this question on behalf of all men. How can I get my wife to want sex more often with me? We used to have it far more frequently, but now she always has an excuse not to do it. I feel like I'm constantly hassling her, and that makes me feel bad. We've been married for 27 years, and I want to stay married, but I also need sex. Help. That's a very common conversation. It is, it is very common. And, of course, men go off sex as well, but... A different, so I would answer this very differently if it was a man going off sex. Now, the what, first thing I really want to make clear here, because I thought a lot about this, and I thought the thing that I think men don't understand is that unless there's anger and resentment in the relationship, which is a different thing, but if they are in a nice relationship and the wife loves him, she is, a, is as upset with not having sex as he is. I get anguished letters. When I wrote my book, the latest book, I got anguished letters from women saying, oh my God, please tell me. I just want to wake up tomorrow and want to have sex with my husband. Right. I want to want. And they're yeah. just as upset as he is about it. So it's not done deliberately. And I think if, if men understand that, they maybe feel a little bit better about it. And there are so many reasons why women go off sex. So it could be that she's bored with the sex that's on offer. It could be that it needs to be more interesting, not less intercourse-based. It could be that there's a physical reason. Lots of women have, you know, lubrication problems, menopause. It could be that she's, you know, got a bad body image now. She doesn't feel desirable. It could be so many different factors. And they said, what, 27 years, was it, that they've been married? Yeah. If she's over 40, if you're both over 40, I would strongly recommend and I'm not just doing it for the sales, buying my book, Great Sex Starts at 50, which is really for people over 40, because it talks about all of that stuff. And regular listeners will know that, first of all, the first thing I'm going to say is make sure the sex is good for her, not your version of good sex. Exactly. Talk about what's working, what's not. Now, but I did find some stuff that's not your usual advice, but I think really is important. And one of them is to put energy into the relationship, because... 
there's a, it's a generalisation, but it's actually not a myth for a change, that women need emotional satis- to be satisfied emotionally before they're motivated to satisfy men sexually. And men generally need their sexual needs met before they're motivated to satisfy the relationship needs. And this can be this horrible standoff. So this guy, be the one to break it. If you put more effort into the relationship, she will put more effort into sex. And that's brilliant. And I've never heard it said that way. But I remember in my marriage, if Nate would, if he would like unload the dishwasher, take the trash out and help me with the laundry, I'd be like, talk dirty to me. It was so weird. And I couldn't understand. And he was like, wait, you want to have sex with me after I do chores? And I was like, I have never been more attracted to you than when I get help. Do you know what it is? Respect. It's called yeah. respect. It, because so crazy. many men just sit on their asses and watch women do everything. And then by, by the time it comes time to go to bed, they're like, oh, great. I feel nice and relaxed now. I feel like a bit of sex. And, and you're exhausted. Yeah. And Absolutely I think, exhausted. I think, too, if men could maybe change their approach. Like, I remember the way my husband started sex was very similar. He would get naked, look at me, and be like, let's do it. And I was like, Egh. Like, I can't. <laughs> like, I can't go from helping someone with homework to just butt naked in a room, you know, like I can't. So I think if if men slowed down a little bit and not in a creepy way, but almost just started to cuddle you or mm. just lay with you. And maybe you, the first few times, like we've talked about, you don't have sex, but yeah. they just show up for you. And it's not about them. It's not about them having an orgasm. It's not about them having sex. It's just, what can I do to connect to you physically that feels good? And help each other get in the mood, don't you think? Yeah. Like- Music. Yeah, like not just, not, yeah, music. Or if she needs a bath, like, well, I'll do the dishes tonight, honey. You go and yeah. have a bath. She's much more likely to want sex if she's been, had, had a bit of me time in there reading a saucy book or something, you know, yeah. or just and relaxing. Not at, and not at night. I think women are more tired at night than guys are sometimes. We are at least, if you're the person that likes to stay up, it's always hard to have sex at night mm. if you're the one that's tired. Normally, there's some people that like to have morning sex, and then the other person likes to have night sex, which is really weird, because why do we always pick people that want the opposite of us? Mm, I like afternoon sex. Well, I do too, because you're halfway between whoever goes to bed early and whoever wakes up early. So I feel like this is something that all we talk about all the time, but it is important for them to to show up for, for you in a way that makes you attracted to them. And it's not that they're not attracted, they're just... They don't feel supported, so they're not sure they're ready to give that. Mm. And they hate it and too. Think, don't you think also that they need to really separate love from affection here? I mean, sex from affection, a sex request from affection, because that's what that's the thing that ruins the relationship. It isn't the lack of sex. It's when all the affection dies, because the minute he goes near her, she thinks, oh, he's only cuddling me or kissing me because he right. wants sex. Right. So she gets all offhand and, you know, pushes him away. And then he feels rejected, not just sexually, but emotionally as well. And then it's just a spiral down to disaster so have a little thing have a little have it like tonight we talk about the toothbrush thing it's a cute little thing but again it probably feeds into the night in the morning because you could do it any time of the day you could do it in the afternoon you have to keep going to the bathroom to check there put your toothbrushes crossed if you feel like sex if you don't feel like sex they stay in the cupboard or miles away from each Brilliant. other. Brilliant. So it's a little signal, like, are you up for it? doesn't mean you have to do it. It's just a way of showing that, and it, and it works with couples where the guy is a bit of a sex pest. Mm. So it's sort of like, so she knows that, in fact, you know, if he's giving her a kiss or something, it doesn't mean, yeah, this is a request for sex. She knows that if the toothbrushes, <laughs> mind you, the guy probably, the sex pest probably only ever have the toothbrushes in that position. He just leaves but, it that way, right? <laughs> yeah. So you have to be a bit adult about this. But a little signal like that can sometimes work. I like that. That's brilliant. 
Can't wait to use that in yeah. my next long-term relationship. Yes. It's going to be great. Suspiciously, everybody else's toothbrushes <laughs> when you're staying in their house. I will, I will tape, <laughs> now that I'm 45 and single, I will tape them together in a cross and I will say, let's go. <laughs> let's do this. That's the only benefit of my situation. Okay. Well, I feel like we've Off answered some important things. Good luck to everybody. Godspeed. Yes. And if you had a great Valentine's Day, good for you. Yeah, yeah good for <laughs> you. Sorry to be so negative. Good for but, you, but I still you know. think you're weird. Just kidding. I'm happy for you. Not really. <laughs> All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk. If you'd like your question answered on the show, send it to us at sextalkpod.com. So that's S-E-X-T-O-K-P-O-D.com. You'll find info about my books, sex products, and more sex advice at tracycox.com. And that's Tracy with an E. If you like this podcast, please send it to your friends and rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.